And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100% And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big Sean McCarthy. Just go. Look at me. <laughs> you two knuckleheads. All right, here we are for another version of the Weighing In Podcast with one of the greatest fighters that has ever lived. Podcast Dave. Oh, yes. And then there's also Josh Thompson. <laughs> the fuck is going on around here? Uh, we are in, I guess we're actually in the second week right at. We're, we're coming up on the second week of November. We've had some good fights. Bellator had some good fights. Corey Anderson looked really good. We just watched the UFC fight night with Glover Teixeira against Diago Santos. We've got a lot to talk about with that one. People's ears are falling off in the fights. This is really exciting stuff. So let's uh, let's get busy, man. How you feeling there, brother? How was your flight home? Gosh, man. I'm telling you, we have two more <laughs> weeks of this shit. I, I, <laughs> I was texting Dave while we were watching the fights, and I said, I think I'm like getting f like fight out. Like I'm like, I'm getting, oh, yeah. I don't want to say I'm getting sick of fights, but I'm just no, like, never. I'm just kind of like another fight. <laughs> I was just one of those. And it hit me a little bit tonight with some of the prelims. I got a little bit more into it. Once uh, uh, Claudia got in the Claudia Goodell, got in the, in the cage. I'm friends with her. I've been friends with her for a long time. Claudia's so, a sweetheart. And she's a sweetheart. And um, yeah, I just, I, I got a little bit more like, okay, I'm into it now. But the, the prelims were for me. I, it wasn't anything to do with the fight. The fights were the fights were good. They weren't great, but they were good. But I was just like, Ugh, I'm, I'm I'm going through it right now. <laughs> a little bit of that. Go fly, fly home at three thirty in the morning from Connecticut. Land at like ten a.m. You know, spend the day. You know, hanging out, doing whatever, trying to get catch up on some sleep. Get home, you're like, oh, it's relaxing, but your dog needs to be walked. Cousins in town, like it's like, oh shit. Then today, you know, you know, taught class at my gym, did some did some rolling, did a workout myself. Like just, ugh. it was a lot, you know. And then I get here, and I'm like, it's I'm like looking at the clock. I'm on East Coast time a little bit, so I'm like 10 o'clock's like fucking one in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Ugh. All right. But it was, you know what? I'm good. Let's just get right to it, man. Glover Teixeira. We talked about this last Wednesday in our midweek show uh, when we were at Bellator. Tiago Santos, Glover Teixeira. All Glover had to do was get him to the ground, John. And every time he got on the ground, you? dominant performance. Don't, Team old don't, man. Don't God take all him. the credit. Calm <laughs> down. Tiago looked good when he was on his feet. <laughs> and, and, Boy, but he when did. he was on his back. He's scary on his feet. Yeah, he's nasty good on the feet, man. He's got big, big power. Um, yeah. The story, the, the whole story is like who can keep it on the feet and who can get the takedown. That was one. And two was the fight IQ of Santos was shown tonight just wasn't there. Like you hit somebody with good shots, pick and choose your shots. Don't rush in smother yourself potentially get yourself taken down he rocked him jumped on top of him tried to finish sure he had some good ground and pound there was some damage that was done there but with yep. the amount of power he has and the speed he has knowing that glover wants to take him down knowing that you just rocked him pretty bad knowing that he's hurt yes knowing he's really hurt you should have just backed away made the ref get him up and let's go again because the speed and just everything he does was was on point on the feet just just fight iq man Fight IQ. It really, yeah. really comes. We talk about this all the time. We talk about it on our when we broadcast for uh, Bellator. And we talk about it with all the UFC guys too, especially with the young talented always. fighters. It's always about fight IQ. 
he just didn't have it tonight. You know, like he had it on the feet, but then he smothered himself and the fight IQ went out the door every time he rocked uh, Glover. Glover, fight IQ at the highest level at any time. Rocked, fucked up, face down, Grab and up. hold. Didn't matter. Yep. That guy, he had got dropped and he was face down on the canvas. And Santos rushed in and he just grabbed the hips and then slid down to the single leg and then came up and finished the takedown. I was like, oh, shit. Great job, man. I mean, not much I can say. Uh, team old man pulled it off tonight, buddy. <laughs> team old man. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, I, 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 was, I talked to John Hackleman Thursday night after the Bellator fights because he called me to talk about some fights. And, and Glover was, was there with him, and we started talking. And I, and I told him, I said, man, hey, don't forget the ground, baby. Don't forget the ground. Don't get into a fucking gunslinging battle with him. I said, the ground is your world, right? And he goes, I know. I got it. I got it. <laughs> And so I was like, all right. Then I'm watching him and are he gets trying, hit. Are like, you trying to take no. credit for his win? No, right I'm now. taking I'm no just credit. I, 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 know, I, I know that he was smart enough to know that that's where, <laughs> you know, you can go, well, you know, you go back and you look at, and, and Santos has improved, no doubt. But, you know, we talked earlier and he had had the fight with Gegard and Gegard got him out, you know, grounded. That was at middleweight. That was at middleweight. In, in the first round at 185. And the, I did his next fight. And it was against a guy that most people aren't gonna even you know, remember is Eric Spicely. Now Eric's got a really good ground game. He's he's a good jujitsu guy, but he's just doesn't have a stand up game at all. And Tiago did exactly what you're talking about. He would hurt him. He would just then rush in to finish him. Spicely would grab a hold of him, get him down, and Spicely ended up winning a decision. You know, he actually choked him out. Choked him out with a rear naked choke. I want to say it was second or third round, but it was all because Santos would rush in, crush that space instead of being smart, back him off, make him get up. You know, you got to figure the rules will work for you if you let them. And if you're that guy that's in the stand-up and you want it to be a stand-up fight and you knock your opponent down and they're rocked, all you got to do is step away from the referee is automatically going to make that guy get up because you're the one that controls that position. And, Diago needs to get that in his head because it, it's really caused him a problem in certain you know fights before this. We we saw it again, but dude, he is scary. And I said that you know I've seen him knock out so many people. He is fast with his hands, and he's got power. You know that that that, ham, well. that hammer on his chest. Yeah. He's got he's got one in his right hand and one in his left hand too. He's got good kicks so, as well. Yeah, he does. Good little you know, push kick there. Is good. good kicks. I mean. You talked about his tattoo. I mean, it's a lot better than have a penis on your chest like Brock, but it's, <laughs> I got to tell you. There's I, nothing like having a penis sword on your chest. I just, the whole thing with the, the big hammer on the chest, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little much for me, man. But you're just speaking to someone who I have no tattoos and I've, I've had desires in the past to like get a tattoo. But then I said, you know, my dad had this rule. He's like, you can get a tattoo anytime you want. He's like, but I just want to let you know, get the drawing up, get it done up. And in one year, go back to it and see if you want it. I'm so yes. thankful. I'm so great, thankful. Great. You know what? Your dad was smart because yeah. that's the same advice. I give. I tell people six months later, go back and look at it and say, do I really want that put on? Yeah. No. no. The other thing was that he's like, my dad said he would pay for it. And I would like, I came up with some drawings, had some friends that did some bomb ass artwork. And a year later, I went back and I'm like, thank God I didn't get that on me. Thank <laughs> God. I was like, man. And sure, it's really cool. But having yeah. it like where, you know, I wanted it on my arm, my shoulder. I was like, God, I'm so thankful. 
I'm so thankful. Anyways, but yeah, the the hammer on the chest, you know, the penis on the chest. That I, I just I'm not. I'm <laughs> There's not, a big difference. I'm, I'm not sorry. big on it. I'm not big on it. Uh, right back into Team Old Man, Andre Arlovsky. God, you know, you know, I hate to say it, you know, because we we texted during that fight. Yeah. You go, Arlovsky got, it, and and I can see where Arlovsky wins it. Yeah, and I had it. I had it one one going into the third, and. Neither guy deserved to win no. that fight. It's one of those. Fights. It was it was just bad, you know. And and Andre has had fights like that. You know, I did one of his fights when he fought Frank Mir. It was exactly like that. It, only worse. Yeah. It was worse than that one. And Andre won it, and it was like neither guy deserved to win that fight. And he's had a lot of those, you know. But he's he's got to stay cautious because yeah. he's got to be careful that he doesn't get hit with a big shot because his chin is not that good anymore but he's still dangerous with his hands man if he would throw but he just doesn't throw enough yeah his chin was never that good though let's be honest no it yeah, was not yeah he never had a great Ever. chin. he never had never no. even back in nope. the when he fought tim sylvia days like he never had a no. great chin so to talk about like he has a good chin is, is just is not it's not true but he's found ways to win i mean he's inking him by but uh no, but he's got the ability he's got good boxing like i i kind of agreed a little bit tonight with uh with um what's his name trevor whitman i'm gonna oh trevor, no, trevor whitman. um i kind of agree with him it's like all he had to do is pull the trigger a little bit more i'm yeah. not a big fan of having the like don't get me wrong i like trevor whitman and i think he's a wonderful coach i'm not a big fan of having the outside coach come in and talk they did that years ago with eddie bravo and it was just kind of like i don't know it just it, it doesn't pop for me I don't. I, it, I, I'm not trying to be like super critical about it all. It just sometimes you get an outside voice that comes in, and it kind of ruins the flow of the commentary. You have Dominic Cruz, it, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like Dom. I, I like Dom. <laughs> I saw that. I thought Dom. I thought Dom was great tonight. There was nobody no, else lot. commentating with him, <laughs> and that's really and what it is. Yes, when he's by himself with John Anik. Yes, I think he's outstanding. Well, John it's Anik when, is fucking outstanding. Yeah, John but Anik it's is when, very good. <laughs> yeah, he is. You know, and, he is but that's the ultimate the thing. professional. Yes, he is. And so when he 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 can, uh, I think John Anik helps make that a team. When you add a third person to that, yeah, is when Dom has some problems. You know, and and I like Dom, and that's the thing. And, and I love I, Dom. I'm on Dom's side. Not a lot of people are though. <laughs> so let's just, you know, I understand. But look, the, the Trevor Whitman thing. He's a great coach. I think he's he's got he's got good, some good insight. Uh, it just I think kind of ruins ruins the flow a little bit of it all. They did it years ago with Eddie Bravo, and it just kind of like it never really caught on. I don't know if it's catching on now. I mean, maybe I'm I, just, maybe I'm just a grumpy old bear tonight too. That might have so, been it. You know, the one thing that they did that I loved. Uh, I think it's great. I yes. think everyone should do it. When they had the foul, they put up the five minute clock on yeah. the thing. I go, Good call. hello, how how genius! I mean, that's exactly what they should do. Yeah. That's exactly what every promotion should do: is have that clock up there so the fans have an idea of how much more time that guy has to recover. And there, there was a couple of ones when you look, you go, oh, that guy. There was the one man who it was when Max Griffin was fighting Ramiz, Oof. and he hit him. Where and then he st- he started doing the dry heaves. I go, oh man, that's horrible. And he got back in the fight. Yeah. God bless him, man. Didn't work. And then out, he got though. his ear. Ooh, <laughs> that you know that reminded me of, off. right? That reminded me and of Sakuraba. That's, just, that's the second ear in I, I want to say thirty days or so that has come off. I haven't seen that. What was the other one? 
Uh, I'm trying to think of what show it was in, but I just watched it a little bit ago. Disgusting. This is, again, how many fights that we watch. Disgusting. Um, I cannot remember. That guy's ear really came off, too. Ugh. But the, you know, people are going, oh, that's you know, that's going to take some stitches. No, that's going to take some surgery. That's going to be plastic surgery. <laughs> no, people yes. uh, people posted that on social media, right? And they yeah. actually blocked it out as uh, what is it called? Graphic, graphic content. Yeah. John, yeah. is it Tara MMA? Johnny Campbell. Tara, that's it exactly. Tara MMA had it. Okay, in from Brazil. Yeah, no, no, that's disgusting. And this is a true story. I was grappling with my brother one time when I uh, came home from wrestling, whatever. Him and I, I was, I think I was like sophomore in high school or whatever. He was like a seventh grader or sixth grader. We were messing around and I was pulling the big brother shit on him. And I had, he, I had rolled him through like on a half Nelson for wrestling. He had just started wrestling. I was already wrestling and his ear caught on the carpet and I, I rip it ripped the, from the top of the ear. It ripped all the way nice. out of the back. Nice. My dad got home, beat the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> he beat my fucking ass, man. Yeah. He had to take my fucking brother to the doctor. Fuck, he beat my fucking ass. It was nasty. <laughs> it was nasty. Jesus. God. Yeah, that stuff happened. Yeah. I was like, just... I was like we were just playing around. Didn't care. <laughs> there was nope. nothing I could say. Oh, shit. But anyways, uh, Orlovsky to me, I thought, you know, hey, came away with the win. And, um... Good stuff. I mean, I, look, the level of competition. We were talking about that fight during the week, and you said because the betting odds had favored uh, his opponent so much. Tanner Bowser. Yeah, Bowser. Yeah. It favored him. It was plus 350, I think, or something like that, is what the odds were, I think, is what it was, uh, going into that fight tonight. And I looked, I was like, oh, man, I don't know, man. I've never, I don't recall. I remember seeing Bowser fight, but I can't remember. Excuse me. I can't remember how good he was. Like I said, we've watched so many fights. Uh, but Arlovsky, man, every time he threw, it looked like he landed in the harder shots. That's why I had him winning. Most people had Bowser winning. I had Arlovsky winning. Barely. But, like, if it would have went the other way, I'm like, all right. Yeah, either either way. Ne- like, neither guy deserved to like win the that, fight. Exactly. Draw. I can kind of go with what you said. <laughs> Let's just be honest. The fight of the night, though, was uh, Barcelos and Tahoe. Oh, my God. Barcelos was Barcelos so and good. Such a good fight. Such a Taha was tough as hell because man, he he came up with some. He got racked a couple times. He stuck in there and he was fighting back. But Barcelos, damn, he looked good. He looked good. His stand up looked good. His wrestling was fantastic. His, yeah, he just looked incredible. Everything right. about him, I thought, looked good tonight. You got to admit, the one thirty five pound division everywhere the UFCs is looking freaking great because I, yeah. I i'm sitting there and i'm watching them and i'm like and i'm thinking i was just thinking dom being the guy who was uh commentating i go dom just just retire you don't want to fight against these guys dude you don't want to fight against these there's there's some killers in there there, there is there is dom wrecks both those guys though but yeah i'm not saying that yeah. but they're coming up man and it's going to be different no, I agree. I agree. Especially Dom getting a little bit older in age and a little bit slower yeah, on the transitions. Slower. Yeah, I know. Hello. I understand what you're saying, but Dom Dom's fight IQ is way better than both those guys. As, yeah. yeah. Um, just look, but to, to not take anything away from them, Taha was just a, a step behind in every little transition. Even when he got the leg up, he just didn't pull the trigger on two, three, and four. He landed one and two, and then he didn't pull three and four. Or he landed something clean, and he oh he hesitated like oh he was more surprised that he landed. Yeah, and, and then, mo- most of what he was landing yeah. was not landing clean. Yeah, it wasn't. He had some good shots, though. He did have some good there shots. There was a couple. There was a couple. He also didn't he have the power. 
He didn't have the power. Dude, he was taking a ton. He didn't have as much power, though, as uh, Barcelos. Yeah. But uh, Barcelos was favored. He was like plus, I want to say, or sorry, minus 280 or something, maybe 300. It was something yeah. like that. He was favored by a lot. But it was it was a good uh, it was a good fight. To me, I my, my I finally fucking got like a little bit more rejuvenated during that fight. I was like, oh, shit, this is a good fight. Great fight. <laughs> you know? And I was actually just texting podcast Dave during that. And I was like, ah, these... They're kind of like, I don't know. I wouldn't, I, the fights are just kind of like, yeah, they're okay. But like I said, I was kind of, I'm getting a little bit of fight it out. But the, yeah. uh, that fight was good. It's kind of my asshole puckered up a little bit. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. It's working out. Um, Giga looked good, but you got to look in, you know, the, the, the level of his competition. Yeah. It wasn't there. Yeah. Chikadze is so good in the stand up. And I, I did, you know, uh, fights with him in glory and stuff, and he's so good. Yeah. And now that he's in uh, MMA, and he, I mean, he's working out at, at King's MMA, and he's really learned a lot. His ground has actually gotten decent. He's got pretty good wrestling defense now. He did a good job, you know, stopping the takedown. And his stand-up, he will set you up. He is so good in the stand-up. Yeah. So he's going to be great to watch. Did you feel like – I felt like a lot of the fights tonight were one-sided. Yeah, well like that f- yeah yeah that one was one-sided if you look at the it. taha one it was once even though it was a good fight it was one side it was 30 27 i think on all cards um you know simmons got knocked out uh claudia i thought she was going to have a better performance she just slowed down too much on the feet and she wasn't able to get the takedown physically strong. she always does man yeah. first round first round and then she goes downhill from there she just doesn't she does not maintain that you know, pace, the strength, the ability to, you know, she starts pushing her shots. You can see that you can see how her stand up, like yeah. her arms are heavy. Yeah. And, and I, you can see it. I've always felt that she's carried a little bit too much muscle for her body size. She might. Yeah. She needs she to, might be. she needs, I think she needs to switch. However, she's doing her conditioning into more of a cardiovascular type conditioning, maybe do some sort of altitude training to help with that muscle to, to generate more red blood cells, to get to more oxygen to the muscle to, to, to keep it going throughout the fight she's she's missing something uh and i think a lot of it has to do with the with the uh with the um with with, with how much muscle she's carrying sorry i was reading it i was reading a message there so, <laughs> that was no he dazed something through the news and i was reading something that they said on chandler chandler posted something about the presidential election and then deleted it right away so I was checking to see. Anyways, Darren El- Darren Elkins did his norm. He took damage, but came out with a win. He is that dude is gritty as hell. He's gritty as fuck. But man, you're gonna have to get a translator for him because his fucking post fight interviews are getting a okay. little slurry. Why well, it is, isn't it? They're getting a little slurry. Was, I was looking. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's a little. You look. It's, you know, I can I, remember Darren when he was younger, and the way he sounded. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Did he? Does he have an accent? Is he from like Georgia yeah, he, or yeah, Arkansas he's got a, he's, or something? No, I want to say Indiana. Okay, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. I, he's a he's a fucking great fighter. I love watching him fight, but oh, he takes just... he takes too many shots to get the takedowns, and I'm like, Ugh. and then I, when I heard his post fight interview, I was like, oh, you, yeah, yeah this. I'm, you know, and it could be he took some big shots, and so you know he could have been rattled, and, yeah. but you just don't want to see a guy. Oh take too many and see he's in that position where you look and you go okay what are you fighting for yeah you got to tell me money because he's 
He's not fighting for titles, so no. it's got to be money. Money. Okay. And is it, you know, are you in that position where how much are you making? What, where could, you know, what could you make if you did it, you know, nah, it'd be somewhere more, else? It would still be more than a nine to five. It's tough. Yeah. It would still be more than nine to five. I mean, here's the other thing too, is you don't, you don't want to leave the UFC and go to like LFA or, you know, or another small promotion because sure you may get a little bit easier fights, but there's some, you at your level. They're going to try, try to give you guys that are going to be at the, t- that'll be exciting fights. So you're going to get all the killers being at the level that you are and you know and don't be wrong you're probably going to beat a lot of them remember back in the day jeremy horn same thing he's like why don't i fight in the ufc he's like i fucking make more money fighting fighting every weekend a bunch of chumps guys off barstools making 10 grand a weekend never got hurt forty thousand dollars never got hurt forty thousand dollars a month fight making 10 grand a week you know it's like and you know it's like if you don't have to have a real job you might as well do that and i think that's a lot of like when you realize you're not going to get to the championship and it's if he fights twice in a year, Darren Elkins, sure, you may lose, you go to the camp, whatever it is, but you're still making, let's just say he's making 50,000, 50,000. So he can make potentially a hundred grand if he wins. If he loses, he's still making a hundred grand if he loses both those fights. I mean, that's more than the average person, you know, in, in the country is making. So the fact that he's able to, I don't know where he lives. I think he lives where, Sacramento? Yeah. He's got to uh, be in California somewhere. Well, I mean, like, he's you don't have Alpha to live. Yeah, he's at Alpha Male, but it doesn't mean he has to live in there. He doesn't have to live there. But, yeah, he probably does if he's there all the time. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, I, it's you, I just the conversation afterwards in the interview got me a little thinking, like, oof. You know, just that's all I was thinking. That's yeah. Uh, what, who else on that card? Oh, uh, Anthony what, Br- Anthony Burchak, you know, I, I known Anthony for a long time. And he he got his shot back, but you got to say Gustavo Lopez looked great, choked him oh, out. Yes, he beautiful job. He looked really good. Um, really good. With the with the Max Griffin fight, his uh, what's his name? The, his opponent, Ramiz. Brahima. Oh, Ramiz. Yeah, he's the one that had his ear ripped off. Correct. Yep. Yes. Brahima. That, do you recall the the uh, Sakuraba? Remember when yeah. they had the cage yeah. fight in Japan? It was it actually. I don't know if you know. You probably do. The cage fight in Japan. It was fucking tuna wire. Yeah, that they it was put. Tu- tuna net. Tuna yeah. netting. Sorry, it, what, tuna netting. Exactly. But it's, yeah, which is wire, <laughs> which is which is, <laughs> is, which fucking, is fucking wire. By the way, it's a cable. It's a yeah. it's an actual cable. It's crazy. Fucking gross, man. Anyways. Yeah, his ear came off re- that the top the top section of his ear. Yeah, it reminded it, me of that. It was on it was on it was on the canvas for a while. <laughs> I mean, the cool I guess the good part about that is that like if you obviously if you got caught like that, you probably have cauliflower ear. So you could probably have the cauliflower scraped out and have your ear restructured and put back on kind of thing. Cuz that's what they do is they actually cut it from that area and they oh, peel yeah. the front skin of the piece off and they actually scrape it all out. All yeah. the all the yep. uh built up cartilage and shit and then they fucking uh all the calcification it, yeah, all the calci- yeah all, it's basically just dried up blood and calcium and all this calcified yeah. yeah so they scrape it all out and they yeah i know, I know. I've, I've known guys that have done it yeah gotten their I, cauliflower taken out i was thinking about it but then i realized there's a five percent chance you could lose your ear and i'm like yeah i'm not willing to take that chance man it ain't bothering me that bad five <laughs> percent chance is fucking no way if you lose your fucking ear hell no Five percent. Come on, what's Get that? Get the fuck out of here with that. Come shit. on, five percent. Nope, nope. It's you won't take five percent in your ear, but you'll take like 
the worst odds on a fighter yes. for the chance to win money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what's it called? What's that sin that's called when you're fucking like you're about your looks? What's vain? That? Yeah, I'm very vain. You're vain. Yeah, I'm very vain when it comes to that. <laughs> Fuck no. There's no fucking way I'm losing my ear. Get the, and anyone that says that they would, get the fuck out of here. You guys are crazy. I would do it. Hell no. Hell no. 5%. Until man. you lay down in that fucking Nothing. chair and the doctor goes, yeah, let's see how this goes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, fuck no. I'm out of here. Um, I thought Tevin got, I thought Trevor, uh, Trevin Giles looked good. Trevin looked great. He looked good. He I was really I was good. very impressed with his performance. Um, his jab looks, his jab is good, man. It's, yeah. Yeah, and he 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 understands. I'm not a kicker. Yeah, I'm gonna crush this space, and he gets into that boxing range really well. So yeah, he was just slowly touching up, you know, Von Lewis to the point where you could see Bavon started just yeah. he was slowing down, and it was just a matter of time before he touched him with something that was gonna hurt him. But yeah, I thought it was a really good performance. You know, and he had that he had that fight with uh, James Krause where James Krause took it just like last second and it was at 185. So James Krause, you know, wasn't even weighing close to the thing. And James put it on him in the first round and then kind of gassed out a little bit and he took, took some shots from him and stuff. But uh, Trevin's good. Trevin's going to be, he's going to be around for a while. And he's a police officer in Houston. I didn't know that. No, I tip my hat to that young man. Absolutely, man. Tip my hat to that young man. 28 years old police officer in Houston. And fighting. Good job. Great At the job. high levels. Great job. Yep. Oh. I was really disappointed that the Ian Heinich versus Brendan Allen. I thought that was going to be a really good fight. I thought that was going to be something. That was, I, I really enjoy watching Brendan Allen fight. He's good. And he's got, man, you talk about a guy that's got a gas tank. That guy's got a big gas tank. So yeah, I thought that was going to be a fun fight to watch. And I guess Heinich ended up with what is called COVID-19. So yep. didn't get to see that one. That was too bad. We got lucky this last fight, fight with Bellator. We had no fights drop off. Yeah, COVID, none. Is, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fucking nice. We've already had one. The next oh, for, one. for this one? Oh, who? <laughs> who fell That out? was the first, oh. first fight of the night. Oh, man. No Oof. big deal. Um, What else? I, I guess to, to run it back, I mean, congratulations to Glover Teixeira. Now oh yeah! Fight for the title next against Jan. No, he's not fighting Jan. Sorry, he's not fighting Jan because no, he's fighting. You Jan. know, it, it's funny because my son texts and said he goes, "I think Glover can actually beat Jan." Right? And I said, "I don't think he's going to get the chance." <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> I, think, I think that's going down to Sonya. Yeah, try to beat him. So yeah, we got we got murdered by the way saying that Izzy was going to beat Jan. We got murdered oh, in the okay. comment section. Good, stand by. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez oh they're not so, fine till march yeah he's, he's saying if adesanya waits till march um good he's God. ready to go who, so, who who's ready to go Jan saying to uh glover um if adesanya can't fight till march let's let's go let's go now no it's let's good fight now. smart smart move by Jan. that man. is smart that is smart collect that money baby absolutely but, man. for those of you guys listening to this, if you guys don't know so Jan now is the champion so now he gets that championship pay he didn't get it to become the champion. I mean, maybe nope. they gave him a little bump. They probably give him a yeah. twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars bonus to fight for the title because that's normally in the contracts. 
Um, like for my contract, maybe even a little more. Yeah, yeah. For maybe my contract, yeah. For my contract, it was fifty thousand dollars if I fought for the title, and then after you win it, then you get pay per view dollars and all the other shit that came along with it, which wasn't mine. I don't know. Everything buffs way up. Yeah, you get first class tickets, you get more hotel rooms, you get suites, you get everything happens when you're the champion. You don't get it though for being the challenger, even though you're fighting for the title. So there's a lot of little things that happen, and I don't know. And uh, I think I think that's gonna be. Sorry, I'm reading some headlines that David pulled up. That's why. Call me David. David, yeah. David, David, yeah. Podcast David. Yeah, podcast David. <laughs> Everyone should know your real name, your little baby name, David. <laughs> uh, I love it. Anyways, uh, okay, so let's talk real quick about uh, Bellator. We won't get too much into Bellator. We talked about it enough the week before and the week of, and we did all this stuff. We, we do the breakdowns in the midweek right before the show because they're on Thursday nights, which is great. CBS Sports has been amazing. I've got a ton of people hitting me up going, it's fucking nice to know. They're like, hey, you're on CBS Sports now, and they fucking love it. You know, um, I like it too. I like the fact that we're on Thursday too. It's before all the commotion. I can come home for the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. Some time at home. So awesome. nice to just be home. Uh, look, Corey did exactly what he was supposed to do. Corey's a lot faster than I thought. Corey's Corey faster. Did. He's fast in person. I mean, he's tw- 30. He just turned 30 years old. Corey could not have asked for a better performance. Yes. In the way he just handled that entire fight, how he did it, what he did. I mean, that entire situation, though, he handled very That was an A+. Plus. Yeah, very professional throughout the week. Uh, yep. He did every little thing that the that Bellator asked him to do. He was on top of all of his interviews. Um, he he had a great performance. He came and yelled at me right after and said, "Nervous? What? I'm not nervous." After he <laughs> after he beat Manoff because we That's were in the because you in the fighter interviews you go all right you know coming in new person I know what it's like you know you, you, you know you think the nerves are gonna be there no no <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm not nervous I'm like this is, I'm not nervous this is pressure's on him he got off the fighter interviews and I told everybody that was in the fighter interviews I said he is fucking lying he's nervous as fuck <laughs> he's like, but I mean he didn't look nervous at all he came out he no, fought he very composed yeah. he fought a great fight and look before I go patting him on the back too much he fought Melvin yeah. Manoff Melvin Manoff's a killer but Melvin Manoff is a 185 pounder you know, and he had Melvin guessing at every oh. turn. He went to the shot. Melvin went to sprawl. Melvin did the whole sprawl and turned behind him. But then <laughs> Corey wasn't there anymore. Corey came back up. He, Corey had a good performance. Good job. I mean, I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing him fight Phil Davis next. If Phil doesn't get the shot right away with uh, Nemkov. The only other person I could see him potentially fighting would be um, Machida. There's one other guy. God. Tokov? No, Tokov's 185. Oh, God. Who's the other guy? There's another guy in that division. Fuck. There's somebody else in that division that we signed that, that we signed that's pretty good. Oh, I, Carl Albrechtson. I want to see him maybe uh, potentially. Albrecht? I'd like to see him fight him. That'd be a good fight. Carl's got some good grappling. He's got good takedown defense. He's uh he's pretty well-rounded. I mean, he's he's got a lot of tools in the box. Corey wins so. that fight. I'm not saying he doesn't. I didn't say that, but it would be it's still it would be a step up from the Melvin Manoff fight. Melvin's got the the one punch, you know, kind of t- but the problem is just it just wasn't there, man. The size, the physical size of it all. Corey grabbed him and just flung him down. It was it was Melvin's he's been working on his takedown events for a long time and yeah. it's gotten better, but Corey's just that level above that and that and it showed. 
you yeah. know? So I think we went through this last week. I know that there, God, there's another person that I'm thinking of that is not on this thing though for him to fight. Is it somebody who may fight a heavyweight yeah. or something? I can't even put it together right now. Anyways, there's there's somebody. There is somebody. I can't remember. Sorry, guys. You have to. Maybe I'll think of him when he comes up. But he's not. He's. I know he's not on here because I just had this conversation with someone yesterday about him potentially fighting him. No, for sorry, Friday. Is it today Saturday? Today Saturday. Yes, yesterday when I was in the airport, dude. It's three thirty in the morning. I go to my. I go to my, air my plane. And I get off. This. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what? No, this is what I thought. I said we there's talk maybe of of uh Gegar Musasi going up to 205. Him and Gegar would be a very interesting fight. Gegar's not a big guy. Corey's way bigger than him. Gegar's good on the ground. Gegar's got good cardio. I, I don't know. It makes for a very interesting fight. I don't know. Well, G- Gegar's a tough fight for anybody as far yeah. as you know. That's uh what do you think? What's your take on that? Uh, if I was um, if I was Bellator, first off, I wouldn't let it happen. Gegard just took your middleweight title. He's going to fight middleweights. I'm not going to have him fight light heavyweights right He's now. He's kind of beat all the middleweights, though. And no, he hasn't. Who? Give me one. There's other ones oh, out there for uh, you. There's Tokov. <laughs> you just said that. There's Tokov. Who else is there? Uh, Tokov would be up. one. Salter's another one. You know, Salter's been beating everybody because they yeah. out grapple everybody. So, um, you know, there's a couple in there that you know you could watch. You could see him going against. It'll be interesting to see. But yeah, Fabian, I think, you, know, the, you got uh, Van Steen. Van Steen just won't fight on their teammates. No, but but Fabian Edwards, you could. You could Eblin, Eblin did. Uh, Eblin, Eblin. Yeah, he he's good. He's tough. Yeah, Johnny's Johnny's gonna be really Eblin. good. He's. His his wrestling is outstanding as far as he knows how to he knows how to sag weight on guys, man, and he he I, just he's getting better every fight. I know he's not ready yet, but Austin Vanderford impressed me this last weekend. I told you, he impressed me. He's I, I, good. People need to stop calling him Mr. Van Mr. Van Zandt, and they need to start calling him <laughs> Vanderford because that that kid impressed me a lot. And what I like about him is throughout the week when we do our interviews with him. He's fun, man. He's he's got a great personality. Um, I can see I can see how Paige landed him. He's a good guy. <laughs> All right, maybe <laughs> it took John a little a little bit longer to get that joke. No, but no, 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 no. I liked it. I liked it. I think I think Austin and is. I think uh, she was lucky. Yeah, good guy, man. Just he just great guy. Great, great person. I interviewed him for uh, one of the uh, interviews there. Super energetic. He's got a lot to talk about, you know. And uh, I talked to him after his fight. Just. Had nothing but nice things to say about his opponent. Had nothing but nice things to say about like his coaches, and he was giving everybody else credit, you know, except for taking credit for himself. I was very impressed, man. Very hurt his impressed. hand a little bit in that one. Yeah, I think hurt he right broke hand. it. Yeah, I think he broke it. Is what he yeah. thinks. But, but he's uh, he's ten and zero. He, he said he wants. He said if it's not broken, he wants to try to get another fight in before the end of the year, which won't happen. But um, that <laughs> which won't happen. Yeah, but I mean, I really, I actually probably wouldn't mind seeing him and Salter fight. You know, I know he's not, I know that Salter's that next level up, but if I'm looking at this whole graph of people, can you scroll through there? You have Vanderford. Who else? Let me see. Oh, you know what? Maybe him and uh, Norbert. Devenny. Devenny? I don't think, Norbert's too young right now. Yeah, he hasn't had 20 years old. He's not even 21 he, yet. That's fucking hello. crazy. 20. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, he, he trains he, with Eblin though. That's the only thing is though. He trains with Johnny Eblin. Um, yeah. 
maybe Romero. Romero's going to fight somebody else coming up in December 10th, but maybe Romero, Romero Cotton. Romero Cotton. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a big step up, I think, for Romero, but Romero's next fight, you know, he, Romero's only 4 0. So he's got, he's got some ways to go. Romero, um, you know, they should put, and we talked about this before, but Romero and someone in the level of uh, Dalton Rasta. Yeah. Well, okay. What about Ty Gorder then? Since then, Gorder just fought him. They had kind of a little bit of a decent fight, but then, you know, it's a good fight. Yeah. You could put Gorder against Romero. Romero and Gorder, and then mm-hmm. scroll down a little bit. The guy that I actually would like to, you know, I, I know I don't think they would do it just based upon, you know, I guess records and things like that, but Julius Anglicus. Oh, yeah. That, that dude is a stud. He's got serious boxing yeah. skills and he is hard to take down. That would be a good fight for Corey yeah. Andrews. Yeah, we need, we need to update this. Beltran needs to update their website because this is a huge problem. Like Glicus <laughs> isn't on there. I mean, there, there's there's other guys that I know we signed that are that are good guys. They're not on here as well. Yeah. So gotta figure that out. Anyways, that's pretty bad. Go back to the card. But can. let's let's talk about the card coming up real quick because I'm just Aaron Pico is on it. That's a nice fight, but no big deal. But let's talk about the three. Oh, you got geez. the featherweight Grand Prix. You got Sanchez against Weichel. That's yep. a rematch. That's an awesome fight. That is going to be. I mean, Vaisal's got like 50 fights now. That's crazy, man. And he is he has fought everyone. Everyone. I don't and I'm trying to think of in the 145 pound division, I think I think Pitbull's the only guy that's ever beaten him. Damn Vaisal? Yeah. At one forty five. Because he's gone up to one fifty five no, and he Gyochi, Yamuchi. Did, was that one at one fifty five or one forty five? I think it was at one fifty five. Was it? That must. Yeah, it was recently. So. That was two fights ago. Yeah, I think. Goichi's no, I think. Pretty... I think. I think Goichi went down in weight. Did he? Man, Goichi went down to forty-five for a little bit. I know that, but I don't know if this was for the fight. Does it say? Nah, Sure Dog doesn't have it. Doesn't I can find out. The fuck, Sure Dog? Here it is, right there. <laughs> oh, it doesn't say. It doesn't say the weight, but oh, I'll tell you. Is. Usually, they build the the last weight they fought at. It was fifty five, yeah. So if his last fight was done, no, it wasn't. So. No, he he beat Darren Krushank and Sadawad and Dale Weichel. I think he was at forty five, John, because he did that little stint at forty five, and I think it was killing him. And they went back up to fifty five, and he fought Sadawad and uh, and uh, somebody else. Yeah. Anyways, um. He's good. Here's the thing. When you guys are watching the fights this week on Thursday night on CBS, CBS Sports, I want you guys, the, the main card is phenomenal. The Pico fight as well, because he's fighting De Jesus. It was 55. It was yeah, 55? It was 55. It was 55, yeah. 55. okay. was okay. it 55. Look uh, at I'm right again. Yeah. <laughs> The guy, the guy can't remember if it was a 45 or 55. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But he's right. I got it. Um, go to the main, go to the main card, please. When you guys are watching this, this card this week, the Aaron Pico versus John De Jesus. John De Jesus is phenomenal on the feet. And super he, explosive. He's super explosive. Loves to throw flying knees, as we yep. saw the last time he fought about a month ago. Which we have seen Aaron Pico lose eat. to and eat and yep. lose to. Yeah. Look, the bot the, when you put these two in there, they couldn't be opposite. But what I love out of Aaron Pico right now is Greg Jackson and and Winkle John have got him on something that he's finally felt he's finally fallen into 
that with yeah. what they're trying to teach him. And I love that. He's falling into the program. He's working it. His ground and pound is good, which we've always thought it would be good. He just didn't he didn't want to get away from his boxing. He thought boxing was this. And then his wrestling is so good. Putting it all together now. That fight to me is gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be kind of a telltale to see where Pico's at now if he's ready for that next level. Because John De Jesus is that next level. His last two his last two fights, he, he knocked out Daniel Carey with a big shot, but he was wrestling. And he was transitioning, and he was doing well. And then he fought Solo Hatley Jr., who's super explosive, one of the fastest guys you will ever see. And right away went to take him down, took him down, ground and pounded him to the point where then he got the rear naked choke. I think that was his first submission victory in his career. So he is learning. He is advancing. He's showing improvement. He's showing that he's listening to his coaches. And... If he continues on with what he's done in the last yeah. couple fights, he'll get himself back. But, John, awesome. when he fought Kerry, I still didn't see the improvements that I needed to see. But when he fought his last opponent, I saw everything yeah. I needed to see. Okay. His transition from boxing to wrestling is what I wanted to see. That's what I've always wanted to see out of him. Was like, look, I know you can box, and I know you can wrestle. But we have to answer these questions where you put the two we, things we, we together. We have to do this with We him. have we, to do we, this. Yeah. And he, I know. he had never done that. Even with, I know. with the Kerry fight, he didn't do it. So when he got to his yeah, next he opponent. Yeah, he did. He took Kerry down. He it did. Was just, got to figure out. Well, I think it went to the second round. But it wasn't a punch-punch punch shot down. It wasn't a punch-punch punch no. shoot. It was he shot Raw Dog in that fight. Got the he take did. Down. He robbed you from, he, from, from a great distance. From a great distance. <laughs> and so that that's what I'm saying. Like I know We, there, we know he can wrestle. There's no doubt. We know no. he can box. But he just hadn't meshed it together yet. And then when he fought his last opponent, uh, who was the last opponent? You just said um, Solo Hatley Jr. Solo Hatley Jr. He punched right into the combination, got Hatley Jr. to to fall back closer to the cage, right to a nice takedown. Did some vicious ground and pound. Turned him off the fence. Also, I believe. Remember, I'm trying to recall. Yes, he he did. shot, took him, got ready, took him down, then turned him off the fence, got him out in the open mat, and just went to work. I was yep. like, okay. This is what I knew. This is what I've always known Aaron Pico should be. And he's only going to get better from time from, from fight to fight. He's going to get a lot better. You know, so Again, um, what's he? 20, 22, 23 years. No, I think he's 24 now. He's is he getting, 24 now. Okay. He's getting old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just getting started. Um, look, but for those of you guys at home, I want you guys to pay attention. This fight coming up, though, the, the with uh, Emmanuel Sanchez and Daniel Weichel, great fight. The one this, after that. This fight coming up between that fight and Pit, Patricio Pitbull and Pedro Cavallo, this is the fight that you guys need to watch. Is Yaroslav Amasov versus Logan Storley. Now, yep. I'm going to tell you a couple reasons why. Both, of them, both of them are undefeated. Amasov, yep. now that, that Khabib is, I guess, apparently retired. <clears throat> Maybe. Amosov has the best record in all of MMA and in the whole sport. So he's 24-0. And Logan Storley, from all the buzz from Sanford MMA, is that he's able to handle Kamaru Usman. Now, I don't know how true this is uh, based on that, but all I've heard from people that train at Sanford MMA is that Logan Storley is able to out-wrestle him, out-strike him, and keep him guessing when it comes to the grappling and the ground as well as on the feet. So the only issue that I have with Logan Storley is he's just not active enough. If we can get this guy doesn't active, fight enough. he doesn't fight enough. He's one fight a year. You know, he's the one fight <laughs> a year. 
You know, and it's hard. It's hard to build. It's hard to build someone that you know as a champion. That's one fight a year. Amosov's already fought twice this year, I think. Right? He beat Ed, I think, in what February, and then he f- beat Ed, and then he beat Mark Leminger, and then he bar- beat Mark Leminger just recently. Because Leminger actually took the place of. Uh, I'm trying to think because Leminger was supposed to fight Storley, and Storley pulled out. Yeah, and I think Yamaslav stepped in. This fight, I'm telling you, look, it could be just a re- it could just be a wrestle fuck, okay? But it could also be a, it could be a really good fight. If you guys go back and watch the fight with um, Ed Ruth and Amosov, Amosov dominated the fight of all three rounds, okay? But it was a good fight in terms of lots of great scrambles, very technical, uh, lots of lots of technique, great transitions on the on the grappling end as well as the uh, wrestling, but a lot of good stand up between the two of them, good exchanges. It was a great fight. Amosov ended up winning 30-27. I think one round one judge had it 30-26 on one card. Um, but it was a it was still it was a good fight. This fight though, Logan Storley is very good. You know, 11 and 11 and 0. The, I'm excited to see this fight. 24 and 0. He's got the best record in all of MMA now that Khabib is retired and he he's phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. I love he's good on the feet. He's not just a wrestler, he's good on the feet. Give he actually really- Give a little background on what American Top Team says about him. So American Top Team, he trains with all the guys that are 185 and 205 pounders. And he apparently does very dominates. well. Yeah, <laughs> he he, do, he dominates a lot of those guys at 185 and 205. And he's only, he's 170 pounder, 170 pounder. So I just, I'm, I want, I want a whole, I don't want to toot his horn, his horn too much. His record kind of does that for him. But I'm excited for this fight. I I, I was I was Great actually fight. like a little like I don't want to see it because they're both undefeated and they're both very good prospects, you know. But no, you got to do it. Put them got, together. You gotta you gotta do it. Put them together. And that's the, I, this is a big reason why I'm kind of liking the direction of where Bellator is headed now. It's like you know what we're done. We're done protecting these guys. We're done giving these guys fights that you know kind of will c- continue to build a record. We're like no, this now is like look. There's no fans in the stands. People need to be glued to the TV, and they what's going to glue them to the TV? Fucking great fights, and I'm telling you, this main card, Daniel Weishel, Mayo Sanchez, going to be a fucking bar burner because Mayo Sanchez just walks forward, and Daniel Weishel and just throws punches and kicks, and he's great off of his back as well, and he's great on top as well. His submission, Daniel Weishel, good good uh, takedown defense. I saw Rogers, and just makes guys fight his fight on the feet, you know, in the stand up. Then you get to Logan Storley and Amosov. I think it's just going to be a bar burner of a fight, man. And if Amos, if Logan Storley can take him down at will, which I don't know if he can, but if Logan Storley can do that, that's going to be incredible to see. But what can he do? Can he hold him down? Can he not hold him down? What what's going to be that? What's going to happen in that situation? And to me, you look at Pedro Cavallo, and he looks like he's fucking forty years old. 50 years old. But this guy is only, 20, what, 24 years old, I think. 24 years he old. He might be 20, balding. maybe 25. Balding. But I got to tell you, all the guys at he SBG. He can fight his ass off. He can fight his ass off. All the guys at F- SBG have said this, and they've said it very clearly. He just has a different type of determination that they don't, they can't understand. He says he's going to do something. He puts his mind to it, and nothing's going to stop him from doing it. I don't know. I, I For some reason, I believe him. When I he talked is, to him in Ireland, he said the same shit. He's like, oh, there's no way I'm losing to him. There's no way. I've I will never win. seen a guy more confident in fighting someone that has been you know, is a double champ right now. You know, Pitbull, if you watch him fight, he, he now makes everybody fight his fight. 
that's one of the reasons he's so successful. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't uh, fall into the trap of, of doing what the other guy wants to do. Doesn't fall in the trap of putting himself in a place where he doesn't want to be in the cage. He makes you fight exactly where he wants and how he wants. Yeah. And that's why he's successful. And he doesn't care about all I got to do. Let me, I'll win the round. If I just win the round, I'm okay. You know, and doesn't worry about being flashy anymore, or doing those things. But man, he is good. But Cavallo says and has said and has I mean, put it out how many times that he will be the new champ, and he is going to dethrone him. I love the confidence. I'm not sure that I agree with it, but man, I love it. This is why I don't agree with it. Is Cavallo's tough? There's no doubt, and he's got great. Oh, yeah. He's got great conditioning. I, I told you about him when yes, I first you did. saw him. He, yes. He, he fought in London. I watched. I said, dude, this guy can fight. And then this I, guy is I called good. one of his fights, and he fought uh, Campos, and he just took and annihilated Campos. And oh, I was like, oh, good. shit, this guy's good. And then when I saw him fight uh, Sam Cecilia, Sam hit him with some clean shots. He got on him the takedown, and when he finally did, he just wore him down and beat him up and finally subbed him. Yep. <clears throat> My thing is this, is that Patricio Pitbull is 30 and 4. Yep. He is good. And yeah, everyone's going to say, like, oh, blah, 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 the Bellator shit with him. This kid's good. This kid's good. And there, here's, and I want people to take this into consideration. I know we've talked about him and Volkanovsky potentially fighting and how great of a fight it would be. I want you guys to think of this. Henry Cejudo is making a huge pitch to Dana White about him fighting Volkanovsky. You want to know why? Because he's got Patricio as his training partner. And I think, it will, I think he believes that because if Henry can do well with Patricio, he can do well with Volkanovsky. They just have they they know first thing, I think Patricio hits harder than any other 45 pounder that there is. Maybe maybe not when Connor was at 45. I mean Connor he had had the pop and the reach. Connor's got some pop, man. Yep. And so, but I think Patricio's in that category in that conversation, though. There's you can whatever pass judgment on it if you guys want. Very, very rarely do you get, and this is I don't it it has to do with weight. Very rarely do you get a guy that is of 145 pounds, 135, 125, that has one punch knockout power. They can knock people out with multiples, with a volume. They can do it. They can hit them with you know, a left, right, left, and the guy goes down and they knock him out. That's three shots. They can do it with kicks. They can do it with knees. But with a punch, you don't see 145 pounders that can just put a guy's lights out. Patricio yeah. has that ability. Yeah. He hits that hard. That's rare. Yeah, it's <clears throat> to me, it's going to be a great fight because Pedro's going to have to endure some big shots, and he's going to try to just keep walking forward, walking forward to try and put pressure on him. The 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 myth about Patricio is that he tends to get tired towards the end of the fight. Emmanuel Sanchez thought that, but Emmanuel Sanchez sets a pace that is just incredible. He's just someone that just continues to walk forward, walk forward, walk forward. But he doesn't. He's not. He didn't have the capability to take down Patricio. So in the in the process, he's taking shots, you know. And the same thing with Pedro. Pedro's going to take some big shots. The question will be: Is can he take them or not? Not a lot of people have been able to do that. Ask Michael Chandler, you know. So and when it comes down to it, like he's knocking out guys at 155 pounds. He is the 155 pound champion there because he did knock out Michael Chandler. So when you're we're having this conversation, can Pedro Cavallo take those shots and eventually potentially get him to the ground? That's we'll only be able to see that that night. That's why we fight the fight. Yeah, but if he gets him to the ground, 
Pitbull's good he on the ground, good. man. I, I've grappled him and I've trained with he him. He's got a he's great good. ground game. He's strong. He moves well. He doesn't sit. You know, and nothing against Pedro and his abilities, but it's not like he has an advantage there. It's not like when I'm yeah. talking I'm, and I'm saying, look, Glover Teixeira is going to fight Thiago Santos. You need to get this fight to the ground. You have yeah. you have a distinct yeah. advantage down there. That's not what Pedro has against Pitbull in that yeah. fight. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'll tell you what's interesting is you go back to the Vichel versus Sanchez. Sanchez has turned into, you know, this is a guy that came from a kickboxing background. Yeah. He's got that, you know, that just that warrior, you know, Mexican attitude where he's just there to to die if that's what it takes. But that's that gym, though. That gym now has gotten so good off their back, and they're good on the ground. Well, like, not Pettis, all, you got to figure Sergio, you, both Pettises, and you and figure Daniel. Daniel Vanderlei is the guy that was the jiu-jitsu coach at Rufus Sport forever, and now he's gone. And uh, you know who their their jiu-jitsu coach is? No, please. Lovato Jr. Jesus Christ. That, that's who Emmanuel is now training with. Rafael. 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 Lovato Jr. Shut up. Swear to God, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> those guys so you are, are going to be fucking Boom. good. Oh yeah, he, those guys will be fucking thing. good. Nothing, yeah. And I, I love Daniel Vanderlei. He's outstanding, and he did a great job with those guys. But I gotta say, that's a notch up, man. One or two. Yep. Um, good stuff. I mean, like those three fights, and then the Pico fight to me are like, that's gonna be just an actual an amazing card. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that for that card to happen. You know, I'm hoping that. Uh, and we got two five round fights on it because they're both the. Uh, in the tournament, and then you got the three round fight with Logan Storley and Amosov. I wish that was a five round fight, to be honest, as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I wish that would have been a five round fight. Um, all right, so that's for this week's CBS show, uh, Bellator CBS on CBS Sports on Thursday night. Check that out. I believe it starts at four o'clock this time, P- yeah, PST, PST time, yeah. So, 4 p.m. Pacific PST standard time Pacific for the main is 4 p.m., yeah. So, you guys check it out, it's on early. Uh, most of you guys are working from home anyway, still. And um, oh uh, yeah, I guess I enjoy that. Let's see what else. What else? Let's talk about next week's card. Um, your boy, my boy, my brother, Islam Makachev is fighting. Okay, dos hold on. I want to know oh, who's geez. right. Are you right? I'm always right. Or is John Anik right? How you say Islam's last name? Well, he, I would say Anik's probably right because we call, okay. we said we call him Makachev. Yeah, but it's it's sound with like a with like a little bit of a slang. Yeah, it sound like that. It's <laughs> you know, it's it's like that. But we just say Makachev at the gym. Yeah, we it's Makachev. something like that. It's not that bad, John. But it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> no. Because like, I was I, I, I've listened to you how many times with Islam's yeah. name, and I'm listening to Anik tonight, and I go, oh, someone's wrong there. It's either Anik or Josh. I'm going. Josh is wrong. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because, like, we call him Makachev, whatever. So, and the same thing goes with uh, Khabib. I call him Khabib, but like, we call him Khabib at the gym. I mean, yeah. he's never once said my name is Habib. Habib. I know. We know this, but we call him Khabib. That's because there's yeah. a K there. But then every once in a while, we say Khabib. Or we say Habib to him. Like, Habib. <laughs> just it's <laughs> just to be a smart ass. 
but come on like it's just to let him know just to let him know you you can say it correctly when whenever whenever you guys have punched each other in the face for years and years and years you just you really don't care what people say like it's there's not it doesn't matter they're your boys anyways look to me i think this is going to be a phenomenal fight this is a real big step up in competition for uh islam i think dos Anjos, the problem i think islam's going to have with him is the leg kicks He's going to have to check those kicks. He's going to have to be careful of that straight left coming down the pipe. Yeah. So that to me, but they're both left-handed. So it kind of works out. Uh, we're going to see Islam's got a sneaky head kick. He is the taller fighter. Uh, I think Islam will be the bigger fighter when it comes down to the actual fight. Yeah, he'll definitely be the bigger. Yeah, fighter. he'll be the bigger fighter. And I know I would assume he'll be physically the stronger fighter. Uh, everyone I've talked to that wrestles and trains and everything like we've all trained with him i know for me i was never a strong guy but i've had him like i've got drawn win he's like he's physically the, the strongest guy i've ever wrestled with at, at that size physically he's like there's i've wrestled with some of the best olympic wrestlers in the world that guy's the strongest guy i've ever wrestled with it's like all right okay <laughs> i believe you draw uh but yeah i think i think that's a that to me is going to shape up to be a fucking phenomenal fight i'm excited for it yeah, it should be really good. I love Rafael. Rafael dos Anjos is a great fighter. You take a look at his career, man. He has had some, some. He's fought everybody, yeah. everybody. He's never backed backed away from anyone, and he's had a long career. Yeah, he's been in the UFC for a long time now. You know, and this this fight, you know, you, you look and this, in my opinion, Sean Shelby. And uh, I think he's looking at it saying, it's time for, uh, I got to get another pelt for Islam. And he's going to get, he's going to get that pelt from Dos Anjos being an ex champion, yep. all the fights he's had, because I look at this matchup and just to be honest, I don't, I don't think there's an area where I give Dos Anjos an edge. I think the leg really kicks, good. that's it. I only look Man, at the leg kicks. I don't even look at that because when you look at what Islam does and how he does it, you know, it's the same as saying, you know, do you give the, the leg kicks from Justin Gaethje an edge over Khabib's? Yes, of course you do. But what's he able to make work? What's, what's he going to land that's going to be effective in the fight? And I don't think they're going to be a, I don't think it's going to be an element in the fight that matters. Just Here, being honest. I want people to take take this into consideration. Is I know how good his cardio is, Islam's is, but he's never gone five rounds. That's Dosanjos has gone five rounds. I don't know how many damn times. Oh, he's, been, he's been the main event a bunch of times. Not only that, he's been the champion. Yep. So do that. That gives me a little bit of like, like pump the brakes a little bit. He goes five rounds all the time in the gym. Islam does, but. It's not the same. We all no, know it's, it's not different. the same. It's completely different. So if I'm going to give Dos Anjos uh, an advantage, it's going to be the fact, and here I'm playing devil's advocate because I know a lot of you guys call me a homer, but it's it to me it's the leg kicks. I think the trickiness of being such a veteran that he is, Dos Anjos, he, he's got some he got some uh, some tricks up his sleeve, and he's going to pull them out. You know, um, He's not the easiest guy to take down. He's got no, easy. but he's wrestling with does not compare. It does not compare. And I'm not, I'm not trying to compare it, but he is still not the easiest guy to take down. In a five-round fight, if Islam doesn't get a takedown or two, does he start to shy away from the takedown? You don't know because in a five-round fight, is he trying to conserve energies? 
like I look at some of his past fights where he look, he has looked tired in some of the towards the end. Nick Lentz, I I went yeah. back and watched that fight and I was like, God, he looks exhausted at the end. But then I he talked to, I talked to him later on. He got staff earlier that week and was on antibiotics. So that's the other thing. So I, those are things that like even though I know him and I talk to him all the time. You know, Russians, they don't really say a whole lot. So it's like, you know, they joke around and we fuck around a lot. But like things like that, they don't really talk about. They don't, they're not that group. I don't know about other Russians. I'm saying that group that I know, they don't make a lot of excuses. And they don't like, you know, could be with his broken toe or his broken foot or whatever it was for this last fight. You didn't hear about it until after. And it wasn't even him that said anything. It was the fucking, it was the UFC. They said it, you know. And so you're not going to hear them talk about it. And so... Do I think, and his, his one loss was, was by a KO and he was relatively new into the UFC when it, when it happened. But if you were to match him up again, it was one of those things that just happened. If you were to match him up again, he would just walk right through that person. I don't know if that person's still living in the UFC, to be honest. But, um, but my bottom line is, is that I, I, I'm going to give those Sanders a little bit more of a, more of an opportunity and a chance than probably others would. He's got good leg kicks. He's got some tricks up his sleeve. He's he's gone five rounds multiple times, and yeah. Islam is very good. And 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 if I was to say this, people would probably be like, "Oh shit, whatever." Like, you, no way. There's no way that could be. If Khabib wasn't like his big brother, they're like best. They are best friends. They've been best friends since they were in kindergarten, I believe. Like even before that. If Islam, if Khabib hadn't been the champion first, or hadn't been like his his father wasn't his coach islam's coach khabib has a little bit of that big brother on him but all the things that islam can do islam to me is more well-rounded and a better fighter than khabib does it mean it translated to the cage no no it doesn't mean that okay but i'm saying islam is that guy that potentially could be not potentially that he is He's got better stand-up than Khabib. He's got just as good at wrestling and takedowns as Khabib. Does he put it together as well? He does put it together as well. But Khabib is very, what he does is very good, and there's no reason to stop what he does. He doesn't need to change anything he does. Islam will take, Islam is, will work on the feet. He will mix it up on the ground. He will mix, he's good all the way around. They're different fighters and they're different people. But Islam, I think, has the opportunity to showcase a lot more of of the full skill level you know and I, I believe he's a five-time world sambo champion as well um i don't know how many times the, per, the is, person but. that beat him in the ufc was adriano martin yes you know and after that fight adriano has uh he had two more fights i think against uh leonardo santos and then um he lost both of them yeah, and I think I don't think he's won a fight since. Yeah, Islam Makhachev is his last win. Wow, yeah, that was that fight. That fight was a while ago. Yeah, it was a long. It was I think it was Islam's second fight in the UFC. I think it was his first or second. I think it was his second. No, I think it was his second. Yeah, that was, um, that was back in like 2015, 2016. That's a long yeah, it was, time. It was, it was a long years, time, dude. Ago. Yeah, it was right when I came into the UFC. I believe it was like tw- I was like twenty thirteen. I think. 2014 somewhere anyways he's two-time national sambo and two-time world champ okay Islam. I, thought it, I thought we were talking about he was wow you gave him three more than he deserved <laughs> <laughs> he probably just stopped competing because he got tired of winning world championships oh <laughs> there it is. that's the homer i don't know talk to chill there is no such thing as sambo it's a made-up sport 
<laughs> Jeez, him. he's great. Chell's great. Uh, he's uh, one of my favorites because he comes up with stuff that I just look at him and just start cracking up. Of course. Of course. Um, What else? <clears throat> There's no real other news. Um, You guys, we, uh, we were uh forewarned to not talk about politics at all because we are your escape so our we have we have we have a uh we have an agent and she uh reached out to us and she said you guys stay away from the politics and we said okay so we we wanted you guys to understand that we're avoiding that because we know you guys we you we know that you are we are your escape for that so i hope you guys enjoy the show and then did you get what was going to ask did you see diego sanchez's rant on twitter the other night about basically calling out like everybody he's calling it like who, he was calling out like Dan Hardy. He was calling out like other people, and then Dan Hardy's like, Ugly. "Dude, you need to get some help because your brain's a mess." It is. It is a mess. Why is he calling out Dan Hardy? Dan Hardy's not fighting. Uh, he called out Damian Maya. He called out. Uh, he called I out. He, Damian I think Maya. he called out John Jones as well. He called out like bunch of, yeah. It was one of those he, one of those crazy. He might he might have been partying a little bit. It looked like he may have. John, I'm sorry. I'm looking for something real quick because someone had sent me a message that they had a they had a fan question for you, and it was like sports specific. But oh, crap, I probably sports can't. Specific. Yeah, someone okay. they sent it to me. Said, they, well, they sent they sent me a question saying, "Hey, when are you guys doing a fan question again?" Oh, okay. And I said, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen." And so I said, well, "You know, you did bring up a good point. We probably should do one here soon." Um, but I don't. I can't find it. The problem is like when you open up your message, it goes into your main file, and then I get like, so you get like twenty and you know you get twenty or thirty new ones a day. You got to look down. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is what Josh loves to do. He loves to get caught up in the comments and the yeah, the yeah, weeds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're such a loser. <laughs> Anyways, I'll try to find it. We can talk about it on Wednesday, but we'll do a fan. Qu- I think we should. I think we should do a fan question next week. Maybe get back on it. What do you think? Pull up some news. What do you got? What do you got for news real quick? It's getting late. You guys got to remember, it's like four in the morning right now for John. (laughs) For me? Yeah, it's like what? Is it three in the morning there? Uh, Three, 315? It's in the twos. Is it two? 215? 215. Jesus, man. All good. Yeah, there's really not... There's nothing, huh? No, there's not really... Goat Buns expressed interest in tough. Um... Yeah, there's nothing really. Mm. All right. No, nope. I mean it's been a quiet week. We need Connor to get drunk and say call it someone. <laughs> it's pro- a proper twelve season. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's actually I've noticed that this week there's a lot of uh, political MMA news because like Tito's running for office in California. I wanted to say congratulations, Tito. Oh, Ortiz. congratulations! He won yeah, for city. He won a city a city council uh, position, and. Uh, Congratulations, my man. Yeah, he got roasted by Dana. I mean, I kind roasted of, I, by Dana. Well, like he got roasted because Tito called for a California recount, and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, this is something we just gotta stop. Yeah. Okay, you, you just you just gotta stop. Like California is. I do. I think maybe it was probably closer than four million uh, votes. Probably we're, we're not gonna go there. But I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> like, not gonna worry about it. Yeah, it's like you're not gonna care about it. So with Tito, he just first thing as soon as he got elected to city council, the city council there in Huntington Beach. Congratulations, by the way. He's like, yeah, I think we should recount California. No, let's just leave it alone. <laughs> no, 
let's just move on. Okay, let's move on. Uh, that'd anyway. be like going to that'd be like going to the commission to try and get them to uh, retract the headbutt loss. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't happening. Not at all. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Um, I think that's it, guys. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys enjoy the show. We went over a lot of content tonight, and um, we will be back for the midweek show. We're gonna try to make some improvements because we've had we've kind of been listening and reading your guys' complaints. But look, you guys gotta understand that we are on the road. We're doing the best we can. We've got some lapel mics. We've also got some new lapel mics. We're gonna give those a try as well. I might even try to pack some uh hand uh handheld uh, microphones. We'll see. We're gonna give it a try. The other thing as well is we're not in a studio, so the sound will never be the same as if we were in a studio. So I want you guys to understand that as well. We uh, we're doing the best we can and we're working through it. But hopefully you guys enjoy the content, which is the most important part. Correct. Where we're actually talking about fights and breaking them down. And that's me being a punk. It's right funny there. that no one no one on iTunes complains when we post a midweek show. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! but look i hope you guys enjoy the show the content is great um john's always dropping big knowledge and uh can't remember where he put his shoes the day before but he can remember who fought in, 19, <laughs> in 1984 <laughs> we're having a conversation in the cafeteria the other day when we were at, a, at the bellator event and john's can't remember what he what happened to something yesterday, but we're in the mid sentence. Someone says, "Yeah, that fight that happened in Miami at UFC 42." Oh yeah, Sean Shurkin Matt, and Matt Hughes. He just broke it all down. He knew it all. I was like, "Okay, but you forgot where you put your shoes in your wallet two days, you know, like <laughs> two hours ago." <laughs> who who anyway. needs a shoe? Who needs a wallet and shoes? I was laughing, man. It was oh. funny. I like to give him a hard time. It's not a it's not a still trap door as many people believe. Let me just remember oh. you guys. <laughs> Boy on fighting. Oh, we know man. these referees are known for smelling like alcohol and cigarettes, so that could be the problem as well. No, jeez. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hey, thumbs up on the YouTube. Shares our videos to everyone, just so you guys understand why we're asking you to hit the thumbs up. That spreads our videos throughout the YouTube uh, content, as well as hit all of our audio platforms and subscribe to there as well. I can go through the list, but we're pretty much on all of them. So go there as well. And we appreciate you guys just following us. Share our videos as well on everything you can. And we'll actually retweet it. Tag us and we'll retweet it. And if you guys don't hit the thumbs up on YouTube, it means that when you look over to the right-hand side and you see those suggested videos, you're going to see DC and Hawaii and you don't want to see that. Yeah. So make sure you hit the thumbs up so that you get more of our stuff. (laughs) Hey, I I wanted to say, I wanted to tell you. In fact, I was listening to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan had Luke uh, Thomas on. And they gave you a little bit of a compliment there. Yeah, just a little one though. Yeah, no, it, of course. I actually uh, I posted a little clip that Dave Dave cut a clip of that, and uh, they were giving me some props. Joe's done it a couple times. He's talked about me a couple times uh, about you know my Nate fight and about my Gilbert fights and a bunch of other. Well, fights. unfortunately, unfortunately, you are fucking old. So a lot of people that are watching MMA now don't know who the frick you were. I know. Okay? It's just okay. like they don't know who anybody is, but. But, you know, I will tell you, you were you were definitely one of the best in the lightweights in the world, and you will always have that. No matter if Joe says it on his podcast with Luke <laughs> Thomas, or if I have to remind you somewhere along the way, but you did deserve the uh, praise, and so I was glad I was glad they gave it to you. I appreciate it from from you as well, and I, and very rarely do you, I ever get a compliment from you. So. Never do you get a compliment <laughs> from me, man. But it's it's good to hear. It is good to hear, especially like when you have people that are in the industry that appreciate what you've done throughout the years. I mean, twenty some, I fought for twenty over twenty years, so it felt good to hear it. It was good, and uh, Joe's done it a couple times. 
you have now done it one time so i'm looking forward to more <laughs> never ever will there never be another again. time never again but uh <laughs> thank you guys and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show and oh prowrestlingtees.com okay and then use the promo code oh forward slash Wayne in, but then the promo code is what? Fate. So the promo code is fight, and you get 20% off for the rest of the year, correct? Yeah. So go there, pick up our Wayne in shirts. uh, Big John and uh, Dave are normally wearing them. I have not yet on our show. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but yes, hopefully you guys enjoy them. Check those out. There's a cool logo. Uh, We have our old logo as well as our new logo on there. And hopefully you guys enjoy this. Have a good one. And John, what else do you have to say? See ya.